Good evening and welcome to Educationally Speaking on KVMR. This is the radio show that discusses all things educational in our Nevada County Schools. I'm Scott Lay, Nevada County Superintendent of Schools, and with me as always is Kim Ewing, Nevada County Schools Arts Coordinator. Tonight we are here to talk about an exciting new program at KVMR. Our host of this show. Uh, it's a great program. It involves youth. It involves reporting. Um, it, it couldn't come in at a better time. I know we're all excited to hear about that. We have a whole group of people with us today on our, our Zoom call. Uh, tonight, we'll be talking with Allie Lightfoot, General Manager and Director of this program. Hi, Allie. Hi, thanks for having us. Welcome. We've also got Kelly uh, Reese, who is working on this program as well. Welcome, Kelly. Hi, thanks for having us. Thank you. And then we've got our four student reporters that are here. We're very excited to hear from them and learn a little bit about more of uh, schools they go to and, and more importantly, what beats they are taking on in their reporting. So we have Avery George. Avery, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me tonight. Thanks. Liv Dissatels. Welcome, Liv. Hi, thank you. Fiona Baker. Hi. Hi, Fiona. And Maya Cruz. Hi. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedules and, uh, and being here with us tonight to talk about Youth News Corps. So this is exciting here. Um, Allie, I'm going to start with you. Would sure. you tell us what is this program? Well, I started a program when I worked at a radio station in um, a rural part of uh, Western Colorado at KVNF, and it was called Pass the Mic. And like all community radio stations, part of your mission is to include um, everybody from your community. You really want your community represented on your airwaves and in uh, in that project, we wanted young people to talk about the economy of our local area. So we started, uh, you know, developing beats for kids that were aged eight through 12. And wow. they were covering the, you know, main economic drivers of that community, which were energy and agriculture and arts and um, recreation. And I found that um, my initial reasons for starting the program uh, were really about including youth perspective. But when we did it, I realized that actually young people make better reporters uh, than adults. <laughs> Sorry, adults. Okay. Um, I, I find that they just tend to get to the heart of an issue a lot quicker. Um, they, the people they're interviewing are sort of disarmed and, mm -hmm. um, and able to really talk about their passion for the work they do and the challenges and, um, the process too. Um, we would get into really like basic understanding of how coal mining works or, you know, how micro hydro works. I just found that they asked really good questions. And that part of the training doesn't really, you don't have to do much. In fact, they train us how to be better nice. reporters. Um, but I really thought it was important that what we could offer was sort of a course in media literacy, 
um, talking about how you cover controversial topics, things like fact checking, um, all the technical parts of, of putting a piece together, the production and the editing and all of that, um, which often young people pick up those skills really fast too. Um, yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. it was just an amazing project. I wanted to continue it and I wanted to work with young people in this community as well. Uh, I think it's part of the reason why they hired me because I had a background in developing youth journalism projects. Um, I find that it brings the community together in a lot of ways that you wouldn't expect. Uh, suddenly, you know, you have parents, grandparents, other students, teachers, schools. It's a great way to collaborate um, with a lot of different nonprofits and people in the community that you don't, honestly, you don't generally have access to. Like Avery George is covering education and who better to cover education than someone who's inside the schools, you know? Um, so yeah, that's sort of how it got started and why we wanna continue doing it. And I couldn't be more uh, pleased and excited about this group of young reporters. Uh, we had, um, I think 12 applicants all together and we chose their, their, uh, the participants based on their pitches. They all pitched a story. I could tell that all four of these uh, young reporters have amazing writing skills. Um, they had great ideas for what they wanted to cover and, um, they were engaged in, in the topic that they're, that they ended up, uh, being, being their beat. Uh -huh. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much how it got going. And that's great. And did you say eight to 12 year olds? Was the yeah, that was my Not first eight to 12th graders, but eight to 12 year olds. Yep. That's wow. where we started. Yeah, wow, I like that. And I like the idea, too. You said, you know, uh, how uh, students make great reporters. I think it's probably they, they don't have a lot of bias or preconceived notions going into a subject where those of us who have been on the planet a little bit longer, we have a lot of life experiences that we sometimes draw and uh, come up with preconceived ideas of how things are or will be or that. So, yeah, I think that's a really important point, Allie. It is. That. And I think, too, that, you know, a lot of kids are in public schools um, with a lot of different kinds of people. They're more, um, I guess you'd say they're less segregated than we become as adults. Mm -hmm. um, so they're they have a lot more access and exposure to people that have different economic backgrounds, different political beliefs, um, all of those kinds of things, different skills, talents so mm -hmm. that they bring that to the table as well. Now, I have a question for you, Ali. When they came to do their, you know, call to journalists call, um, did you have them have a beat um, and a pitch or just do a little interview? Sample? Well, we told them what the beats were going to be. And a few of you, I think, did um, write a pitch that had to do with one of the beats. Mm. But um, I just looked at what they wrote about and and sort of their angle to their their initial pitches and felt like they would be, um, you know, there was something in there that made me think this is the, the topic for them to cover. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I think right. I was right. Do you guys like your beat? Yeah. Heads <laughs> They're all nodding. nodding. Yes. yes. <laughs> that is a, and smiles as well. So I think Allie, you, you nailed it on that one. 
And they're pretty complex topics. I mean, you're getting into climate change, you're getting into social justice issues, you're getting into, you know, I mean, education's been sort of turned upside down, as you Mm -hmm. well know, Mm -hmm. um, with COVID and with higher education and and all of the different um, issues that they're contending with there, all this online learning. And um, it's kind of a whole new world in that department. And um, mental health also a, a really important issue to to pay attention to, I think, right now. Yeah, and who better to talk about the impact of it in schools and students? Yes. Those that are right there. Well, before we get to the students, because we want to interview each one of you, and I, I, I want to hear how you did your pitch and, and, and again, specifically what you're covering. But Kelly, what is, what do you, what's your role in, in this amazing program? So since it's our first year, we'll, we're still filling out the waters, but uh, I heard Ali and um, Claudio Mendoza, who is the news director at KVMR, talking about the project. And from the moment I heard them speaking about it, I just wanted to be as involved as possible um, because like Ali, I was really excited about getting young people involved in KVMR and the process of reporting a series, a five-part series, possibly, if they do five different segments on their beat. Um, I just thought that could be fascinating. So right now as the assistant coordinator, I kind of just want to make sure I'm available as much as possible for any questions or concerns that come up Mm -hmm. from any of the reporters. Every reporter has a mentor, and so I I am Liv's mentor, but I also just try to be there for for all of them. Um, I kind of send a lot of reminder emails (laughs) and a lot of how-to emails. So unfortunately, I'm flooding everyone's inbox um, currently. Uh, Right now, all of our sessions have been over Zoom, but... um, we're excited to start meeting in person soon, yes. probably. So I'm really excited for that as well. When, when will that happen? When will you guys I get believe, to meet in person? Uh, next week. Oh, wow. okay. It's been Everyone's a long really time, excited. right, Ali? Yeah, yeah. It's it's difficult to explain tech. Well, I don't know. For for me, I guess um, certain digital audio workspace features and things over Zoom. I'm really excited for us to all be able to share computers and. Um, things like that. Yeah. 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 So I think we're all excited for that. And also just get them in and let them see the studio. Right. Yeah. I I know as a broadcaster myself, one of the most exciting and a little intimidating is going into the studio and, and seeing all of the works and and the happenings, and then you learn it all and then you become really graceful at it. So um, let's start with talking to someone who might want to start in regards to how did you hear, and these are, this is the question to the student, uh, journalists, how did you hear about this? And then what did you do next to, to accomplish this? Who would like to start with? Okay. Avery. So my answer is really boring. Honestly, my mom sent me a link because she thought, Hey, this would look great on college applications. So <laughs> it's a boring story, but I'm actually really glad I did it. And I've just been having a really great time doing it. I feel like it's going to open so many opportunities for me moving forward, especially because I don't know what I want to do as a career. So having this as potentially a plan for my future, it's it's really cool. Absolutely. I mean, public speaking is one of the biggest tasks that you can accomplish in your life, right? And being on the air. So 
And Avery, what was the process for you like? What was it to get in there and do this? Basically, what was happening around my school and on social media was there a lot of sexual assault allegations coming out. Mm-hmm. And then there were people admitting to it and then not being punished by the school. And then it, that made a lot of people uncomfortable. And I felt like it wasn't really talked about. It was kind of all hushed up really, really quickly. And I felt like it was a really serious topic that teenagers are suffering from a lot lately, especially. So I thought, I'll use this as my pitch. And I don't know, I guess Allie liked it or something where I wrote it well. And yeah, I ended up here. So. And so your beat is education. Yes. Okay, great. Wow. Well, thank you for offering that. Who else would like to share? Um, Okay, go ahead, Fiona. So how I heard about this is one day I went to school and um, all my teachers were saying like, oh, this is a great opportunity, but they weren't telling me what the opportunity is. <laughs> they just quickly mentioned, oh, this is great. But then, I mean, no one was saying what it was. I was really confused. So when it got to lunchtime, I c- came up to one of my teachers and I was like, okay, what's happening? And she was like, oh, oh, no one told you what it is. Okay. So I do all the journalism at my school, uh, marketing and um stuff like that. So they all thought this would be the best opportunity for me. So really glad I took this. <laughs> Good. I was just going to ask Fiona, what school do you go to? I go to Bitney Prep. You go to Bitney Prep and Avery, we missed that. What did, where do you go? I'm a junior at Nevada Union. At Nevada Union. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. It's good to know where you go to school. And Fiona, what's your beat? And tell us how this process went for you. You obviously are the journalist connection at your school, but what was the process like for you? My beat is social justice. And uh, my pitch was actually about transgender rights in Nevada County. Most of my friends are transgender and I experienced them getting a lot of hate. So I thought that that might be a um, useful thing to write about. And um, apparently that was good. So <laughs> um, yeah, I had a lot of help from my teachers for that first push. Sure. Yeah. Great. Okay. Thank you for sharing, Fiona. How about, um, is it Maya or Liv who wants to go next? Um, so it was actually a really funny story. Um, I actually found out about the program through my therapist because we were talking about it and we were talking about um, writing and stuff. And she was like, oh, I think you'd be really good for this program. And so I checked it out and I was like, wow, this is pretty awesome. And I applied. And um, my story pitch was actually about mental health and that ended up being my beat, which was pretty, that was pretty cool. Mm. And yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, good for you. And um, I'm loving Ali that this got so promoted out there. I'm really impressed with how you did that. I have- really am actually surprised uh, by it. I sent it out to all of their schools Mm -hmm. um, and then several others where we didn't get applicants. But I mean, I wonder how, you know, um, Maya's therapist (laughs) knew about it. And so somehow it made its way through the community in a great way. It was funny when I first moved here, um, I was, I arrived like a year before COVID hit. I was all I talk about when I met anyone from any school or any kind of, you know, youth programming, um, in the county, which there are a lot of nonprofits that serve youth, um, I would talk about this project and they would all say, oh, that sounds cool. Um, but then it just never happened. I never, it, you know, COVID hit and everything else happened and I wasn't able to make it, make it a go. Um, so I think I've actually sort of been promoting it for three years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so it finally, you know, happened. And there were a few people out there that wanted to help me get the word out. So that's great. I'm glad they did. It's wonderful to hear that it was a community boosted event. Yeah. 
Good. Well, let's talk to Liv um, about how she heard about this and then what was her process like? So um, I actually heard about it from Kelly's mom. <laughs> I okay. know I've known her from for a while uh, through a camp that I previously went to and I checked my email and she sent me the link one day, which was really fun. <laughs> um, and my process, uh, I went back and forth for pitches a lot, but my final pitch was about politicized pandemic prevention and how political views and bias have been affecting the way that the pandemic is dealt with in the United States. So uh, I think that that also applies to the environment very much. And so that is why I believe I got environment as well. So yeah, it's a broad topic, right? It has so many elements in it. So well, great. And so now I mean, one question is, and I don't know if you think this Scott too is, um, what has been the process? You guys have been doing this for about a month now. Does anybody want to speak to what's been happening? How, what has been the actual reporting process? Pretty much. Um, so what Allie and Kelly do is they, we, they assigned us our beats, but then they kind of let us have our own process of figuring out what we want to do inside our beat. So the first one we produced, it was kind of more like a warm up. And it was just libraries. Do something with a library or your local library, or school library. And um, I, personally, I chose my library at NU. And then we came up with a list of interview questions. We reached out to who we wanted to interview, did the interview, and then we had to re record intros and outros. And the intro is basically just kind of explaining the what the entire story is going to be, and then introduce who you're interviewing. And then you have your interview and then your outro. And that's basically saying, yeah, this is this is what we did. Thanks for listening. And yeah, the, the most challenging part I thought was editing just because there's so many buttons and <laughs> the audio has to be so good. And I kept messing up on my audio and it was it was kind of annoying to figure out at first. I accidentally deleted part of it because some stuff happened and the thing got deleted. So I had to start over. But um, it was, I don't know, apparently everything turned out all right because everyone said it was good. So <laughs> that's basically all it was. That's great. The, the magic of editing, right? <laughs> uh, nice. Why don't we, uh, Maya, how about the same question for you? And, and where did you, uh, where do you go to school? We, we didn't get that in. Um, I actually go to Bear River. Bear River, great. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, same, same thing. We started out with library stories and, you know, we we recorded with um, the interviewee and um, we also were able to like come up with questions and a script. Then we, um, well, actually I've never had a experience with like editing or audio editing. So that was a lot of fun actually. Oh. It was fun figuring things out like that. Yeah. Good. And what was your first story? The story I did for the um the library story, I did that with like how um reading can be a coping mechanism and how it can help with mental health. Mm -hmm. Nice. That that's a great angle. Wonderful. Yeah the importance of libraries in, in for that aspect. Uh, Liv, let's yeah. let's go oh. over to you. Same question, but uh, first uh, we did not get your school. I go to Bear River along You're with You're also Bear River. Great. So for my library assignment, I took the angle of how our school library at Bear River is severely struggling financially. Um, the debt that they are in and they're before this story, they were not able to accept donations. So um, through the story, we found a way 
to accept donations and hopefully benefit the library in the long run, which was amazing and really cool to be a part of because I um, guess we don't really realize that sometimes the library struggled too. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good, good, good angle there. And then Fiona, we cannot leave you out in your angle on it. Um, I did my story mainly on um, how the how library is so historical and how they're improving it and making it more modern with new technology. Mm -hmm. When I did my library story, it was quite hard to actually get a hold of anyone, which actually ended up being part of my interview. <laughs> <laughs> and did you, Fiona, I know Bittany has a, has a, doesn't really have a library per se. So were you dealing with the, the county library? Is that where you went for your story? Yeah, I went to the Madeline Hilling. Okay. Yeah, yeah nice library. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, a cool plug for our, the uh, relatively new head librarian there that came in. I think he's got a lot of those modern ideas of, transforming a library very differently from when Kim and I used to go to the public libraries <laughs> and what they had to offer. So. And I, I just wanted to add too about the library stories. Um, mm -hmm. Immediately, I it was um, obvious that the youth perspective was coming through in all of those stories. Um, talking about the funding of her school library, mm -hmm. Live, um, and the struggles they had there. And then really, uh, um, I think that Avery and Maya's stories were about how libraries are sanctuaries for, for students. Yeah. Um, they're really important places uh, for students. And um, it was just fun to hear about what, where they're, why they go to the library and yeah. how these librarians are, are um, so dedicated to being there for the students in all kinds of ways, not just to check out books, you know. Uh, and then Fiona's story about the technology center. Um, I loved how she talked about something going on at the library that is brand new for a lot of libraries. They've all are trying to, you know, get on board with all of these new technologies. And it's really one of the only places that we have access to those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So I, they all came at it from a different angle. It was all very much how they're experiencing it and what they're seeing. And it was a great first uh, series. Oh, absolutely. Really well. Yeah. And I think all four of you picked up on things that an adult reporter would have not picked up on. Mm -hmm. I think mentioned as you did, Allie, in the sanctuary of the library, I think we probably all knew that when we were younger, <laughs> but as we got older, we, we may have forgot about that, that that's what you go to. So, so many people went to a library for. Yeah, absolutely. Great angles. Looking here, I know, Kim, we're, we're coming up like on four and a half minutes. It's going quickly. What is the story, the next story? Is it going to all be uh, centered around one topic and then you're each taking an angle or are you going to, to uh, separate and, and go your own way at this point? Uh, uh, Kelly, maybe you can speak to that overall and then we'll talk to the, the girls about that. Sure. Yeah. So, the next story is uh, each is going to focus on the first part of telling a story in their beat. So they'll each be focusing on different things. Um, for example, Avery will be education, Liv will be environment, Maya mental health, mm -hmm. and Fiona social justice. The goal is for each of them to produce a five-part series that focuses wow. on their beat that is a bit ambitious. We wow, are aware. I like that. So yeah. we'll, we'll see, we'll see how many. And as we all found out with the library piece, editing takes a lot longer than you always anticipate. So we'll see um, 
if we're able to do a five-part series, even if we're not able to get there, um, we'll try to do um, a several, a multi-part series on their beat. So they'll each be on a different subject. And then as we always tell them, even when this program is over, we would love to have them continue to contribute to KVMR. Um, so hopefully we'll, we'll just keep this going. And do all four of you have an idea of what, what you're looking at in your five part? I see Fiona is definitely shaking her head. Fiona, what are you yeah. thinking? So I'm just trying to focus on the main aspects of social justice. Uh -huh. My next story will be about um, water, water rights and availability. After that, I might do something very similar to my pitch and talk about transgender rights. And I have a few more planned as well. Wow. I like that. Fantastic ideas there. Yeah. How about anybody else? Do you have some ideas percolating? Yeah. Yeah. My next one is going to be about the importance of college preparation in high schools and how perhaps we're not doing enough for the students about to graduate high school and moving on to college and what we can do to help kids feel more prepared for that next gigantic step in their lives. And then the next one I was considering doing is the violence policy at public high schools and how basically what it is now because growing up at NU it's very unclear I've heard many many different things about the violent policy violence policy that I'm not entirely sure are true so I really want to get to the bottom of that because I feel like it would clear up a lot of confusion for a lot of people and I feel like that's pretty important great yeah. topic yeah the best way to find out ask for sure Live. Liv, how about you? What are you looking at doing? So I'm hoping that my series will center around our local environmental issues that we're facing. Mm -hmm. So uh, whether that's here in like in Nevada County and in the Sierra Nevadas. Mm -hmm. So my very first story, I'm going to be talking about the dam being built on the Bear River mm -hmm. uh, and the controversy between that, the good and the bad. So that'll be my first story, but I'm hoping to expand into weather patterns and things like that along the mountains. So great. Great. Nice topics as well. And Maya, we want to get to you because we've got about a minute and a half left is it. So I want to make sure we get yours. Um, so for my next story, I wanted to cover um, music therapy and how it helps other people. Because um, I think music is a very integral part of our lives because a lot of us listen to it every single day. Mm -hmm. And so I think that would have been a great topic. And for my series, I wanted to cover like a different subjects, like a lot of different subjects. So nice. Kim, I can't believe we're at the end. We've got like 30 seconds left. I just, I'm so impressed and yeah. I'm really looking forward to hearing more of uh, your interviews and your f final products. I'm really yeah. excited. When can we hear these or how can our Perfect. listeners hear these? Yeah. yeah, when is the time? Is there a dedicated time? And night? There is. They're going to be airing in our um, evening new newscast. Oh. Um, and when they finish their stories, we schedule them throughout the week. So uh, our next deadline, I think, is coming up. Uh, coming up soon. It's in two weeks, I think. Two weeks. Um, so their first story in their beat will be coming out and we'll air it in the and the newscast is from six to six thirty PM on weeknights. Weeknights. Okay. And we're trying to do a lot to get the word out about it via social media. I've so been seeing that, that Allie. Perfect. I've been seeing that. So perfect. Yeah. Well, well, with that, we know the time, we know the place, we know the reporters. And with the people behind the reporter. So that's, it's awesome. So uh, with that, 
Kim and I are going to sign off. We want to thank each one of you, Avery, Liv, Fiona, Maya, Allie, and Kelly for being with us tonight. And we want to thank our audience for listening in to Educationally Speaking on KVMR. Have a fantastic evening. Good night.